Valley Simpsons fans, and welcome to the 117th episode of the Simpsons 138 episode spectacular podcast. I am your host, Ryan Davis, and you may remember me from such films as Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, and Excessive Force 2, Force on Force. I'll be joined by my co-host, friend, and passionate Simpsons appreciator, Larry Scott. Make way for Willie. <laughs> Uh, so before we get into this episode, I think we should say uh, there's a reason we've been on kind of a hiatus. Uh, you've had a new addition to your family. Yeah, my wife gave birth uh, a little over two weeks ago now, uh, depending on when this drops. And paired with the Cubs in the World Series, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. So sorry for the delay, everyone. But yeah, I now have two sons and it's crazy. So it, it's not as much time for Simpsons podcast, but we're hoping to get back on track here and we should be looking to pump out an episode every week, hopefully in the near future. Sounds good to me. And yeah, uh, I hope uh, no one minds too much uh, of our, uh, you know, our a little hiatus that we had to be on, but uh, uh, it was for a good reason. At least I thought I should let everybody know that. Um, all right. And Bartholomew, Bartholomew, Bartholomew Homer J. Scott is healthy too. So Good, good, good little little bark good <laughs> all right so this episode is uh sweet seymour skinner's badass song uh that's the 19th episode of the simpsons fifth season the 100th episode of the series overall it just so happens to be and originally aired on the fox network oh fox god <laughs> See, we're out. We're out of sync. I was more taken aback that this was episode 100. Yeah, that just rocked my socks, Dom. Actually, so whoa. (laughs) In this episode, uh, Superintendent Chalmers fires Principal Seymour Skinner after a disaster at the school. Bart Simpson, feeling partially responsible for Skinner's firing, tries to help his old principal get his job back. Episode was written by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, and directed by Bob Anderson. It was released. Uh, selected for release in a 1999 video collection of selected episodes called The Simpsons' Greatest Hits. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, this episode features cultural references uh, such as Alien, Full Metal Jacket, and the title is a parody of the film Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song, hmm. which I guess is like a 70s like exploitation film or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, um, so sweet, sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song. Um, just off the top of your head, what do you like about this episode? I like the beginning of this episode a lot. I think the setup for how he gets fired is really great, where Bart brings Santa's little helper to school, and he brings him for show and tell, and just the chain of events that lead to Skinner getting fired. It's a good good chunk of the episode. I want to say probably about uh, half, almost half of it, uh, maybe a little bit less. But um, it it just is, is really great, great storytelling with some really good visual gags too. What about you? I uh, th- that's really what I like about it. I also like uh, if I want to give something a little different. I like developing the relationship between Bart and his principal because before we've only seen them kind of as foes. Uh, but now they're kind of working together and realizing that they don't necessarily have as, they're not as different as they think they are. And um, they kind of have like, like the same wants, you know, like, 
Bart wants to have someone who's more of an adversary as his principal. He wants to feel that challenge. Whereas uh, going to Flanders' office and, and drinking uh, Yoo-Hoo and, and eating peanut butter cups is, is, not, is not what his, his idea of uh, you know, school is. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't want to say it's like a fact of life, but it, something rings true about Lisa saying that everybody needs an arch nemesis. Um, <laughs> I mean, even Maggie, who has the baby with the one eyebrow. But <laughs> I mean, there there is something a little bit true uh, to that in life. Is everyone needs somebody who is kind of like a rival? I would say the um, yin to your yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Well, yeah. Um, just kind of walking into some quotes and sight gags here. Um, I, I still laugh at the reaction to what has four legs and ticks. <laughs> Cause yeah, it sounds like a riddle and that's kind of the first place my brain goes is oh, some sort of walking clock, a walk in clock, <laughs> whatever Nelson says after that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love when Bart, uh, after that, uh, he reveals that Sandal's a little helper who has four legs and ticks. <laughs> uh, which I love that they don't pay. I, I guess they do. It's not really paid off. He does say that, but no. Um, after the class is like all like enamored with him, Millhouse drops the, I knew the dog before he came to class. <laughs> yeah. I have that written down too. That's such a Millhouse line. I also like Bart's description of his dog. Uh, it's very much a fourth grader telling a story. Uh, which is, and it's just hilarious. Like one time, he went under the house, and when he came out, he was covered in ants. <laughs> what? Uh, that's so funny. Um, well, just, just the whole thing is great too. Like, there's no way that Mrs. Krabappel would be like proud and happy that a dog was brought to her classroom for show and tell. Uh, but she's like never been prouder, and it's like, oh, good job, Bart. Like, yeah, it is totally subvert the, the typical reaction. I think I think Mrs. Krabappel needs a dog. I, she just seems like, at least in, at this point in the series, in the early seasons, like like a dog in the classroom is probably the highlight of her month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, this this episode also has several other great lines, such as "more testicles mean more iron" uh, from Lunch Lady Doris, <laughs> which is a good one. Oh man, I mean, just disgusting. <laughs> Horse meat. Like, I would rather eat the gym mats. I mean, there's very little meat in those gym mats, but I would rather eat gym mats, I think, than horse meat. You know, uh, uh, Subway sandwiches have gym mats in them. Yeah. So here. Yeah. It, there's like some ingredient that they use to bake their bread that is it's the same as ingredients in uh, gym mats, which is, it's gross, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Yummy. It explains why the bread's so kind of spongy and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's anyway. that's gross. Now I like that Willie gets a, a gets some solid airtime as my qu- chosen quote was. Um, he's tasked with getting just the grease me up woman is really great to lunch <laughs> Lady Doris and he goes after yeah. his little helper in the in the ventilation duct. Do you have any grease woman? Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah, um, and that's where the alien, uh, you know, kind of reference comes in. Uh, Principal Skinner's watching, um, like a, a, I guess, like a video of, um, 
I don't even know how to describe it. He's just watching this, like, you know, kind of map of the air ducts and ha- there's little, like, <laughs> dots where Willie is. And then the, and Santa's little helper, like, sneaks up behind him uh, and starts licking the grease off of him, of course, because Santa's little helper is a dog. I tried but, to watch, uh, I tried to watch Alien, this hollow, side note, total side note, that's total derailment, but I tried to watch Alien this Halloween. It's one of my favorite scary movies. I had forgotten how long it takes to get going. There is, oh yeah. man, it's so slow to start. You know, I, I think I tried watching it when I was much younger and I couldn't get into it because of how slow it starts. So I've, I don't know if I've even seen the movie all the way through. But I mean, I, I recognize it's a classic and in, and in saying that I, I just don't want to watch it, I know I'm like patently wrong about it, but yeah, whatever. But no, I mean, great reference in this episode. It's really relevant to and, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, just a really good play on it. Uh, so, uh, I guess going into, I, we forgot to mention the very open, the, the, the cold open to the episode, I guess, is oh, the, wonder uh, back to the wonder years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, younger viewers will not get that because I guess the wonder years didn't exactly, it didn't exactly like live in pop culture. So yeah, you, you, if you didn't watch the show, you wouldn't get that at all. I don't think. Man, but, they make fun of the wonder years a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of like Bart episodes that revolve around Bart, like this one somewhat does. Uh, it's very parallel with, with some of what the wonder years did. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think it makes sense. I love Homer's beard catching on fire <laughs> after he gets a book about beards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. And <laughs> oh man, no! And then we, yeah, we totally skipped over this too because there's a huge meta moment where they're talking. I think it was Marge who asked Bart, like, "How would you like it if 20 years from now people are laughing at what you did?" Right. Yeah, it's just yeah. It it was very jarring because it like literally was twenty years ago. Well, it wasn't literally, but yeah, you know I no, yeah, I know. I know. Time. Every time I hear that, it it's it's very funny. Um, so I, I guess uh, we can kind of move forward to after uh, Principal Skinner does lose his job. Uh, they I, I kind of spoiled this already, but they go ahead and uh, announce who the new principal is, and there are some funny moments in this. Boys and girls, because of Mr. Skinner's sudden departure, I've had to appoint a new principal. Leopold. All right, you little punks. Pick up your freaking ears. Because I'm only going to be saying this once. From now on, things are going to be very, very different around here. (gasps) With your new principal, Ned Flanders. Well, Tiffany Top of the A and every good buddy here as chairman of the PTA, I am D-diddly delighted to take over, and I think I can put the pal back in principal. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll put the super back in superintendent. That's the same exact joke. What gives, Leo? I really like that Flanders and Chalmers are in like some sort of a quasi-competition trying yeah. to use the same puns. <laughs> and Flanders is the only one getting laughs. <laughs> Just a damn competition with you kids. <laughs> yeah. Um the the Flanders as principal I feel like some of it doesn't even make sense. I mean it, they kind of just say that he's chairman of the PTA, but um 
he his character i don't know how much that makes sense for him and then at the end they kind of point that out when uh you know what he says like a prayer over over the intercom and it's just like duh flanders is definitely not (laughs) the kind of guy you would put in charge of a public school but um still it, it opens up for some pretty funny moments i think yeah, I just his over generosity and um, the fact that Skinner and Bart can like laugh in his face behind his back or behind his back about it. So, yeah, um, yeah. There's I, I pulled a bunch of quotes or, or uh, clips for this episode, and looking back on it, uh, most of them seem to revolve around Flanders uh, as the principal. Um, I mentioned earlier that he has. Um, he has Yoohoo and Slice to drink, and he has a bowl of peanut butter cups in his office. And uh, uh, Homer and uh, Marge get called in to uh, talk to Flanders about what's going on with Bart, and um, Homer just can't seem to put down the peanut butter cups, and, and it just uh, his responses talking to Flanders are pretty good because of it. Ned, Homer and I are a little concerned with the way the school's being run. Yes, deeply concerned. Yeah, I love that it, they parallel that with Bart, too, where yeah. they just are very similar with eating the peanut butter cups. Um, one of my favorites, too, in this episode, the, I think the loudest laugh for me was when after Seymour is fired. Uh, I think I know where you're going to go with this, and I, I agree, but go on. <laughs> Bart, <laughs> Bart is talking about, like, feeling like something I, I feeling some sort of pain and Lisa goes <laughs> on to explain to him that it's, it's guilt. And this is what guilt feels like. And they zoom in on his head and it's a bug biting him. <laughs> you know, I, I, when I watched it again, uh, I looked closer and I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a spider or not, but I always thought, like that that was always my kind of assumption was that he had a tick on the back of his head. I thought it was a tick too for sure. Yeah, but yeah, with and when I saw it again, I don't know how many eyes ticks have. I assume they only have two, but it looked like it had multiple sets of eyes. So I don't know. Uh it could be some sort of spider or uh or just a tick, but yeah. I yeah, definitely like yeah, a tick on the back of your neck would not would not feel like guilt, I don't think, but <laughs> what, do, what do i know <laughs> oh that's so good man so no, this is fun that, that's go ahead oh, sorry go ahead no no all you i as i said that's not where i thought you were going with it i thought you were going to say and this is my biggest laugh out loud moment and i have another clip for it um when bart runs into seymour at the um uh, at the quickie mart and is asking him about what he's going to do now and uh seymour goes into details about his uh his novel that he is writing. Now I, I finally have time to do what I've always wanted, write the great American novel. Mine is about a futuristic amusement park where dinosaurs are brought to life through advanced cloning techniques. I call it Billy and the Clonosaurus. Oh, you have got to be kidding, sir. First you think of an idea that has already been done, and then you give it a title that nobody could possibly like. Didn't you think this... It's a bestseller list for 18 months! Every magazine cover had it. Popular movies of all time, sir. What were you thinking? I mean, thank you. I'll come again. <laughs> Just classic Simpsons moment for sure. Apu getting so like offended by it is the is what really makes it. Like he is just so irate 
at the idea, everything about it. And he's 100% right. A, how does he not know? And B, <laughs> who comes up with Billy and the Clonosaurus? <laughs> Which there's t-shirts you can buy, by oh. the way, if you, if you look online, uh, that have the Jurassic Park logo. But instead of saying Jurassic Park, it says Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> I mean, the, the approved part just... It, it has to go on too long to just really hit home. <laughs> like that's what makes it so good. It just has to keep going. Yeah. For the numerous reasons why that's so dumb. Like they cut, they have to cut twice because they're trying to allude to the fact that a, the Apu is just standing there berating him for 10 minutes. <laughs> Man. So it was just weird because when I was rewatching this episode, I, I think I, you know, I was, I might, might not have been in a good mood or something because I like looking at my notes. There's so much stuff in this episode. It's a really just jam packed with some great quotes just throughout and um, some really good psych eggs. Like another psych egg I really like is when uh, Skinner is back at the army. So he is now like a drill sergeant basically. And <laughs> the, uh, his soldiers are practicing on the mortars and Bart just appears on the mortar field. So he has them all like abort and they end up blowing up the quickie mart and they do a lot without showing you any of it. And it's just, is a really great psychic because when him and Bart are talking, you see like the K from the quickie mart drop in the background, all like crisp and flaming and burnt. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, you're right. There are, there are a ton of really good psych gags in this episode. There's, um, uh, let's see, Bart trying to figure out what a geode is, um, and then everybody on the bus having geodes. Um, Willie falling on Chalmers and making the grease spot on his suit is pretty good. Uh, Homer picking up the dog uh, and trying to grab him and take him to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to just when the, the whole classroom is in chaos. Uh, and Martin, Martin's in the cage. Just I, I love the whole scene of the, the right the chaotic classroom uh and really there's there's a lot of great quotes too when uh, chalmers fires skinner that he he cites class after class of ugly ugly children so yeah and then like following that up too which just has to be said because we can't let this quote die it's like a preview of the the steamed hams episode like did you just call me a liar <laughs> oh, I, I said you're fired. <laughs> oh, that's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, we, we don't have to go into steamed hams, but the, that's such a great episode. I can't, I can't wait to eventually do that one. But, but that's like that away. is seriously the same cadence. Like it's so that that line is really good in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just call me a liar? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's like Skinner getting his underpants stolen. <laughs> yeah. There's so much good in this episode. Yeah, and um yeah, we we talked enough about uh, Bart needing Skinner back, but uh the the fact that he actually tries to hatch a plan to get him back. And the plan I don't think is quite as uh, elaborate as you know as bark has come up with before it essentially is just i'll show chalmers what a shitty job that ned flanders is doing <laughs> <laughs> like something that he would have discovered on his own uh, well and don't forget making a pass at skinner's commanding officer 
Right, right. But I do have uh, one more clip for this episode, and and it's more just uh, Homer is relegated to such a a, a backseat uh, in the episode, but uh, he really delivers several lines, uh, and I guess it's just a credit to Dan Castellaneta. He, he delivers the few lines that he has that are great in such a perfect way, and there's another line uh, when... Bart and Seymour Skinner are meeting up to discuss uh, how to get Ned Flanders fired and get him his job back. Uh, Homer delivers another classic line. What's he doing here? Well, once he found out we were going to get Ned Flanders fired, he insisted on helping. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Just the uh, the way he says this is true. <laughs> it's so good. It's so classic Homer. Oh, I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that's really great. I mean, the last thing I want to just call out specifically is when Skinner, he like walks by the school and is reminiscing. Um, Mm -hmm. And he hears like the voices in his head that he's thinking fondly of. And (laughs) Ralph pops in with a, I got car sick in your office. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's... uh... I, I was gonna say like Martin, uh, the, the callback to the fact that um, <laughs> uh, Edna gives his raisin roundies that he baked for her uh, to uh, Santa's little helper. Which, by the way, raisins are poison for dog. And um, <laughs> then, uh, and then he says, "The one of the little heads that popped up is Martin, who says, I baked you these raisin roundies.' <laughs> <laughs> My raisin roundies. Yeah." That was my attempt at a Martin impression, by the way. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) I knew the dog before he came to class. Uh, All right. Are you ready for trivia? Yep. All right. So uh, for you, I have Agnes Skinner trivia because I didn't want to be too obvious and just go with Seymour uh, trivia. Um, And I am leading 24.5 to 18, by the way. Uh, What kind of trivia do you have for me? Santa's little helper. All right, that's perfect. Uh, I will read the first question since I am leading. Uh, And it is, Agnes Skinner collects pictures that she cuts out of magazines what are these pictures of? Yeah, I'm fairly confident you already even asked me this. And I, I did. I'm no. not even going to like, I'm not even going to get it again. <laughs> uh, do, oh. you want the, do you want the hint for the no, half? No, I don't. I don't. I think I'm going to say the same thing I think I said last time that was wrong. Uh, pictures uh, of... <laughs> Man, that's a really it's really funny if I say the same thing. I think it I think I did say birthday cake last time, so I I can't say birthday cake again. Pictures cake. of birthday cake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give you the point because it's just pictures of, of various cakes. Okay, okay. And which which by the way, she does not care for cake. Yeah, yeah, I know that's why I guess it is I have that quote in my mind, and I'm not sure if that's the same episode, you know. Yeah, she's showing pictures uh, to Bart, and it's just various pictures of cakes. Do you have any cake? No, I don't care for them. (laughs) All right. right. Um, 
Okay, so your first question. In 2001 Greyhounds, uh, Santa's little helper has a litter of puppies, and instead of being skinned by Mr. Burns, Mr. Burns turns them into racing dogs. Mm-hmm. How much money do they end up winning, Mr. Burns? Um, I'm going to say $25 million. No, it was $10 million. $10 million. Ah. I was yeah. thinking 25 dogs, and they all want them a million, but okay. Yeah, and that, that would definitely makes sense, too. Okay. Um, so your second question. Name at least one of the Springfield men that Agnes Skinner has dated. There are three. Super, Inten- uh, Super Nintendo Chalmers. Yes, that is one of them. Uh, can you name one of the other two? One of the other two is actually a long, uh, relatively long-term relationship, I think. Comic book guy? Yeah, that's the one. And then is the other one just Grandpa or like Jasper? It's got someone, right? Uh, no, it's Otto. What? Yeah, I don't remember that either. It must be must be later season thing. And I also in my research it said that she uh, had a brief affair with uh, Mr. Burns, but I didn't count him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. So your next question then in Dog of Death. Uh, this is the lottery episode. So uh, Santa's little helper has a twisted stomach and needs life saving surgery, and to pay for it, the Simpsons have to make a bunch of sacrifices. So can you name three of the five things the family gives up? Um, they got like one per person, basically. Yeah. Uh, I know that Marge gives up her lottery ticket that she buys. Oh, yeah. I kind of gave a little bit too much away in that. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that yeah. one off the top of my head, though. Um, uh, Bart gets his hair cut at the, um, at the like, barber school. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to think what Lisa gives up. That's probably uh, the she hardest give, one. Yeah, she give up like encyclopedias or something. Yeah, but it's too specific. I mean, I I know she get, she has like some specific kind of set of encyclopedias that she wanted that she gives up. Am I am I on the ball here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can't give you the point for that. It's an, it is an ex, it's an edition of a encyclopedia. So yeah. And then did Homer give up beer? Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. He did. Okay, yeah. All right. No, then Nag- Nagy's my... clothes has to last a little longer. Is the last one, which oh, okay. she explodes out of ten minutes yeah. later. No, so Lisa gave up a fourth edition of Encyclopedia Generica, the Copernicus, <laughs> to Enfelip. Theosis edition, and then she okay. has a paper on Copernicus later, and like it's a A minus or something on it. Hmm. Um, your final question, which is the hardest one, but um, I'm going to give you the question and then also a hint. Uh, the question is, what was Agnes's husband's name? And the hint is, we learned it in the Flying Hellfish episode. No man, that's oh, I'm not gonna get it. I'll say Gerard. That's not right, but no, it is Sheldon. 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 Yeah, he is one of the people in Grandpa Simpson and Mr. Burns's uh, infantry in World War II. They part of the Tontine. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, your last question. Um, in the Canine Mutiny. 
This is the episode where Bart uses Santa little Santa's little helper as an alias for a credit card. Mm-hmm. All right. So name the man. What's the name of the man who ends up adopting Santa's little helper? Wow, that's a tough one. Um... I know. <laughs> I don't. Know. I, know. I I thought there was a chance. I like it's such a. We've seen the episode so much. I I would not have gotten this one though. No, I I don't think I know it. What is it? Uh, Mr. Mitchell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did I did not know that. Um, so I had the ideas for the question, and I was honestly surprised they even had a name for him. I I wasn't sure that he was a named character. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't recall. Like even after <laughs> you saying it, I was expecting it to to rush back to me but even after that no it doesn't even ring a bell but i do know that he um was blind and without his medicinal marijuana he could go blinder (laughs) i could go even blinder (laughs) and the end of that episode is so great like stuff i didn't get at all as a kid but when when they send when Chief Wiggum sends Bart home <laughs> with his dog, and and then all of a sudden they start playing the the reggae music, and, and <laughs> people start showing up with chips. <laughs> like, it's such a great joke. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty intricate. I mean, I I'm a l- little more brash. I love the fact that they bust down the door and then ring the doorbell. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that episode, episode as well. Spoiler alert as well. That one, I'm sure, is coming yeah. up. So. Yep. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, anything more on Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song? Solid episode. Better than I remembered it was. Uh, classic stuff like Billy and the Clonosaurus, and just really great. What about you? Uh, yeah, uh, same kind of thing. I, I really liked uh, a lot of the sight gags. Um, we didn't even really get in to talk about, um, you know, there's just not like a lot going on with the rest of the family in this episode. If I'm remembering correctly, it, it there's, there's not a huge B plot. So, um, it, it's all pretty much focused around what's going on with Bart and Skinner and, and the school. And, and I like it. I, I feel like it, it accomplished what it was doing. It's a really um, tight episode. In, yeah. In that regard. All right. Just counting down the last few we have 122 was Bart sells his soul. 121 was team Homer. 120 was Oh brother, where art thou? 119 was Bart the Fink. And 118 was Treehouse of Horror. And now 117, Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song. I do have two more things to talk about. I guess maybe three. They'll be quick, though. But one, I think Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, deserves a little more credit (laughs) than than being a part of your bad movie intro. I think it's actually a good movie. (laughs) Air quotes around good. Uh, Yeah, you'll... uh, I already have... um, my my movie is picked out for the next one. You're gonna like it, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, did you want to spoil the next episode a little bit, or or, or give a uh, or a tease, not a spoiler? I'll say the magic eight ball plays a pretty pivotal role. Oh, that's a that that is more of a spoil than a tease, but I'll take it. <laughs> okay, so I, the other thing is, I apologize. We didn't do anything for the Every Simpsons ever because uh, my wife was having a baby, and 
it was Thanksgiving and it was just a nightmare. So it wasn't. So my apologies for that. But the last thing is, is we got a review. Yes, we did. Ooh, do you want to read we... it? Yes, I do. Um, and, and this is for everybody who is uh, still listening. Uh, please go ahead and give us reviews. Uh, if you give us a review, we will read it and um, possibly discuss it or make fun of it. And yeah, uh, reviews are good. I'm pulling it up on my phone as we speak. As a screen name that I could not possibly give out. It's just a whole bunch of letters and numbers. Um, gave us three out of five stars, which I'll, I'll totally take. And uh, left the headline very casual. It's a pretty casual podcast. Can tell they don't have too much of a script. Now, I will take, I will take issue with that because we do actually have a script. Uh, we just don't always stick to it. Uh, this person says, which isn't a bad thing sometimes, but some shows seem rushed to record. When they start breaking down some of the character development, it gets more substantive. Uh, I wish they'd play more clips uh, when doing quotes. I, I like effort to rate 138 shows, though. It makes me intrigued what episode is next. Um, as far as clips go, I'll let you in on the background. Uh, there's Because of copyright law, there's only so many you can use. And there, it's not a specific amount, but for a 30-episode podcast, we can only have a couple minutes that are um, not our material, I guess, is the best way to say it. So uh, I'd love to be able to feed in you know, like 10 to 12 Simpsons clips into this episode, and I could easily do it, uh, with no problem. But uh, as far as, you know, making sure we don't get our podcast pulled, uh, that, that's the most important thing. So I try and keep it to just a couple minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if this was meant as a compliment or an insult, like the casual, but thank you. I think it's, I, I'm taking positives away from it. I like three out of five and, you know, we're still, working to find our groove we got a long way to go in this thing and we'll keep getting better at it and um our script is more of a beats more of we're going to start like this and we're going to talk about this and this we don't necessarily have uh like words to that we must adhere to but um yeah i i want this to be a casual podcast so i i think that's that's really great so either no matter how you meant it thanks for leaving the review and um yeah hopefully there's more to come yeah, and uh, I know we have some pretty uh, regular listeners uh, that we interact with a little bit on Twitter. Uh, please, you guys, uh, leave us some some feedback. You can comment. Uh, you can tweet at us uh, at Simpsons138pod. You can email us, uh, votingforkodos at gmail.com. You can also, when, um, when the podcast posts on votingforkodos.com, you can comment on the blog right there. There's so many ways you can leave us feedback. And then, uh, of course, the reviews. If you, if you leave us a review, we'll read it. Uh, three out of five is awesome. Four out of five is better. Five out of five is best. So just saying. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I love that review. I, I agree. I take positives away from that. Uh, the idea that um, uh, waiting, being intrigued to know what episode is next, that was by design. Um, we try not to spoil or tease uh, too far just because we think that's a great way to to do this podcast and and yeah casual is good too so uh please interact with us uh feel free to let us know what you like what you don't like and we're gonna try and uh pick up the speed a little bit again and get back into uh closer to one episode a week now that uh, life has calmed down a little bit uh so yeah that's all i have for for the rest of this episode i guess uh do you have any final words grease me up woman <laughs> good night everybody Talk to you later. So, I guess we're enemies again.
I guess. Thanks, Bart. Sure. Mm. Oh, mercy. Oh.